Welcome to Tony's Game Lounge, a weekly podcast talking all things in the gaming industry. and welcome back to a brand new episode of Tony's Game Lounge. I'm your host, Tony Erickson, and joining me this week, uh, a member of my D&D group. He's a radio guy. Uh, why don't you introduce yourself, my friend? Well, hello. It's uh, it's me, Mark. A lot of you may not know me, which is, you know, probably for the best, because then this wouldn't be much of a surprise. I don't even know what to say. I'm, like, mildly interesting at best. Um <laughs> I play sports, but I'm also secretly really, really lame. And, you know, as Tony said, I'm in a D&D group, so I think that pretty much says all you need to know about me. <laughs> all right. Uh, so, Mark, we're going to start off with a little game I call Favorites. Whenever we have a brand new guest on the show, we uh, I ask them a couple questions. They tell me what their favorite of this is and that is. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, I want your favorite video game, video- favorite game character, favorite OST and what you're excited for the most in 2020. Ooh, that's, uh, okay, all right. Um, favorite video game, that's really tough. Honestly, I as a kid, I spent, like, a ton of time on my GameCube either playing Smash Bros. or, like, NHL 06. Mm, but nice. as a more grown man, I've spent far, far too much time either playing Destiny or Star Wars The Old Republic. Ooh. Yeah, a lot of, lot of time, a lot of time. Big um, games there. <laughs> yeah, Big right. games. So um, much content. You would, yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. Um, favorite character, though, I'd... Ugh, damn, man. I wish I'd, wish I'd prep better. Um, hmm. I really enjoyed um, playing as, like, Commander Shepard in Mass Effect. Nice. Um, but I also really enjoyed... Uh, oh, God, what's her name? The main character in... Uh, Oh my god, how am I blanking on this? Horizon Zero Dawn. Oh, Alloy? Yeah! I thought she was a really well-written character. I still haven't played Horizon Zero Dawn. I wanted to pick it up like around the time of launch, but other games just piled up instead. I do eventually want to make my way to that game, though. Yeah, I uh, I waited a little while, got the definitive edition or whatever the heck, and yeah. oh, top-notch game. Mm, nice. And favorite soundtrack? Um... Hmm. Assassin's Creed Revelations. Ooh, that's a good one. That's a uh, Revelations. I def I enjoyed Revelations a lot. Definitely, a, I I preferred that one over Brotherhood. Yeah. No, it was uh, uh it was it a was, lot of fun. It was. I'm kind of a history nerd, and I really enjoy yeah. kind of traipsing around in the Ottoman Empire. Mm, yes, back like back. I want to say like back when I was like big into Assassin's Creed. Like my first AC game was three, I think. <laughs> nice. Because uh, like it was like that's what was coming out around the time when I got my 360. Yeah. And then I uh, then two went on went for free with games with gold, and then one Rev- Brotherhood and Revelations were on sale, so I got those mm-hmm. afterwards, and then I bought four like shortly after that launched. Ooh. Oh, and that I was also, all I played. I also had um the, one of the Mass Effect uh, like sound things as my ringtone for a while. Ooh, but everyone nice. was like, wow, why does your phone sound so depressing? And I'm like, <laughs> well, you know what? Maybe it's time to change this because none of my friends game. So I changed the friends. <laughs> and and uh, what uh, was the last one? What are you excited most for in the remainder of 2020? 
Oh, gosh. Honestly, I have not done a good job of keeping up with upcoming games, but the one game I know that is coming out is Lego Star Wars The Skywalker Saga. Yes. And I'm very excited to play the first six episodes of it. (laughs) I I played uh, Lego Star Wars Episode 7. Uh, I, pl- I platinumed it. It's honestly episode seven is not bad for the Lego okay, games. Yeah, it's episode pretty seven good. Was all right. Episode just, seven. Yeah. Episode seven did what episode four did. Four did, which is follow that formula. Mm-hmm. And it was good. And everyone's like, it ah, was it's good. not good. It's good. It was good. This isn't a seven Star Wars was good. <laughs> yeah, uh, I believe it or not, my old uh, old podcast, the Gaming Ace podcast, which was from years ago, which you can't find on online anymore because it was on my SoundCloud oh, back when already. I paid for a premium soundcloud account uh check out my soundcloud i think i I did like a 30 minute episode with a good friend of mine and we talked star wars and i think i think i that was like yeah that was where i did a very big ea rant as a young teenager young a teenager i was like 18 but still i'm like i was so young and dumb i say give star wars back to bioware and let bioware do their own thing I wouldn't mind that. KOTOR is legendary. Yes, it is. And with that, we are going to hop into our next segment, The Week in Review, where we talk about some of the major game releases that just hit the stores, as well as some news that came out this past week. Uh, the For the games, uh, The Wonderful 101 Remastered came out for the Switch and the PS4. Uh, that was a big one. An old game for the Wii U, originally. Um, now getting its proper port to the Switch, uh, just like all the other Wii U popular games, getting just going straight to the Switch, and uh, now on the PS4 as well. Uh, Man Eater came out, the game where you play as a shark and eat everybody. That's out on all the consoles and PC. And Saints Row the Third Remastered came out on all the big ones as well. The Poor Man's GTA. The Poor Man's GTA, but it's honestly a really good game still. <laughs> I think it's just like over the top GTA that doesn't take itself very seriously. Yeah, that's what Saints Row the Third. Yeah, definitely did that, and then Saints Row Four just took it even further. Wasn't there something and, about it being all simulation or some? Uh, Saints Row Four is because you get superpowers and Earth blows <laughs> Earth blows up, and you're fighting aliens. That's the main antagonist. Party! Wow, oh, dude, Saints Row Four is such a great. I applaud them, Saints Row Four. It's such a great game. Damn, man. And then they even upped that. that. They even upped that because they did a side game as well right after that called Gat Out of Hell, which is basically uh, you play as Johnny Gat and you go to hell and you fight demons. They just rip off God of War or? Uh, No, because it's still the same, like, same style of Saints Row 4. It's just you play as Gat, you have angel wings, and you're fighting the devil. You're fighting Satan. Add that to the list. That sounds pretty wild. It is. Um, as for news this week, Mojang has now officially changed their name. Did they change it to Mahjong or? It's uh, Mojang Studios now because they now they're they're they've now actually gotten so big that they have a few subsidiary uh, game developers underneath them. So they're now just Mojang Studios, and they got a new logo and everything. I thought the fact that they were a studio would be self-explanatory. Yeah. Apparently now, not. Uh, they've now done it officially. Good for them. Um, Respawn is opening a new Vancouver studio specifically for Apex Legends. Can't they just make another Titanfall? That game was amazing. Uh, honestly, Titanfall, like, 
I, I never played Titanfall, but I watched quite a bit of gameplay for it when uh, Achievement Hunter played a lot of it. Mm-hmm. And honestly, like, dude, the game looks so much fun. Like, it especially is. the sequel. It got such little attention, but it was such a great game. Um, as a lot of people may have heard that Epic Games released GTA V for free earlier in the week, <laughs> um, which uh, crashed the site. It crashed the GTA servers for how many people, new people hopped on. And... Um, they've done it now. They've released another free game, uh, which is Civ Six. Now that's a that's a bold move, little little turn of events there. Um, but did you ever play like a week ago during the uh, the Alien War? Okay, I talked about it. I didn't. I haven't actually been on GTA Online in like forever. <laughs> but I talked so about it uh, last. Was it last week? I talked about it last week. Oh man, um, I just drove, drove around with a bunch of squeakers for like twenty minutes, just jumping guys in green suits. Okay, so you were a purple. <laughs> Yeah, Purple Army, baby. Nice. Um, Fortnite, uh, uh, they've done another movie trailer premiere. It was for Tenet. Oh. That, uh, they, they, it was, uh, when was it? It was yesterday, I believe. Uh, day of recording this yesterday, so Friday. Um, or Thursday. It was one of the two days. They, uh, Thursday, Friday, they, they, you could watch that new trailer for Tenet first on Fortnite. It's now on YouTube, but, uh, they had an event in Fortnite for it. I saw the um like a trailer for that before a movie one time, and I genuinely thought I was in the wrong theater because the trailer was like just ten minutes of that movie. I was like, "Huh, this is wild." I thought I was going to see Jojo Rabbit, but this is not Jojo Rabbit. <laughs> um, a game called Just Die Already was announced, and I believe I can't remember. It's the design, yeah. So it's the from the designers of Goat Simulator. Oh hell um, yeah! It's uh, just die already, where you play as an old old person, and it ha- uses a lot of ragdoll physics. Did you ever play Goat Simulator? That game was so I much fun. Did. I have again. I have the base game platinumed. Hell yeah! I don't even. Oh yeah, you have to do all the accomplishments. I still remember yeah. like I just played it, and I didn't know that there was a lot of stuff going on, and mm. I just happened upon this like portal to the Satanic Goat Land. Yeah, and I became the Devil Goat, and I was super I... Jack, and I'm like. <laughs> Why am I Jack Goat? But I'm okay with this. I originally played the game on my 360, um, and then got it. I believe it was like a free game for the PS4 recently, um, and so I played it again and platinum it, of course, because it's an easy game to play. Easy platinum, easy platinum. You don't I even do. need to do all of the accomplishments. You only have to do like most of them. Oh, okay. Uh, the hardest game. trophy to get is Flappy Goat, though, by because it's Flappy Bird. But you're in Goat Sim playing Flappy Bird, and it's not. It's hard. I can imagine that game. And you gotta was, score uh, ten. Oh, I never had Flappy Bird, but I remember the hype. That was a that it was, was a great time. I, I think a party. I, I believe my high score was somewhere around the 150 mark. Hot Daniel, look at you go! And I think like in high school when it came out for me, it was like, uh, I think I was like top five in the school. That's an impressive feat mm. right there. I was I was good at Flappy Bird. Flappy Goat, no. Yo, what's but, up, uh, girls? If you're looking for a Flappy Bird guy, we got Tony over here. Hit him up. Yo, I, I wonder... My my big thing, I, ha, I I didn't look this up, but I wonder if people are still selling those old Flappy Bird phones for I like thousands that. of dollars. Those were you st- think those are still on sale? I like, people are still know. selling them? I can imagine have they some given like, up? idiot doing it. Just some kid who has way too much money is like, yo, dad, I need the credit card. Why? <laughs> I gotta buy a phone with Flappy Bird on it. Yeah. That would that would be it would, they would be older phones as well. So like the only reason you would buy <laughs> like them now too. 
Yeah, basically. You, the only reason you would buy them now is just to f- play Flappy Bird. Yeah, they have like a whole room. It's just like the ghetto charger, yeah. like the nine pin or whatever. Just It's in this pedestal in the middle of the room, and it just has the God. one icon on the screen. God. <laughs> Museum of Gaming might buy one just to like keep the legacy alive. Yeah, the Natural History Museum is looking for one. If anyone has one to donate, um, I'm sure they'll give you some sort of compensation. Not financial, more so just, you know, good vibes. Yeah. Um, the next Call of Duty got uh, plot got leaked. It's set to be in the Cold War. Hell yeah. I think Call of Duty should really stick with like the feasible time eras and not be like the future warfare yeah. get Harrington on Mars or some crap. Yeah. Like the second they move away from I don't know. It sounds kind of dumb being like, yeah, I want real warfare, but like it, it's harder to make it immersive, I think. Yeah, but they've been killing it re- recently, like especially with the Modern Warfare remaster and then World War World War 2 is, uh, World War 2 is fun. I don't think they did a World War 1 game. Um, I thought they Battlefield did. did. Battlefield did, yeah. Yeah, that game, I still play that game. It's really fun. Mm. Um, but yeah, it'll be the second Cold War game. That comes out from Call of Duty. as the first one. Mason. What do they mean? Yeah. Black Ops was the first, was it? Yeah, it was the first COD game I ever played, and I loved that campaign. Oh, damn, man. That game was so much fun. It was. That So I hope that they take a lot of inspiration from, I feel like it might be like a new Black Ops, but like maybe like Black Ops remastered, like how they did Modern Warfare, so. Yeah, Cold War should be fun. I assume a lot of like South American, like uh, Slavic countries. Cuban. Yeah, time to get Cuban. That's a big DLC part of where the character old is uh, Castro. And Reznov. <laughs> and uh, the last bit of news: uh, new Lego Mario costumes are coming soon uh, for the Lego Mario set. Okay, for a second, I thought you meant like real life, and I was like, "What? Seriously? That's sick." No, it's uh, all the 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 Lego Mario costumes. I believe it's a uh, helicopter is one of them. Um, here, let me let me search let me search this up real quick. Uh, so is Mario the helicopter? Is the helicopter wearing a Mario costume? Uh, the, the Mario is wearing the. Did you ever play the new Super Mario Bros. Wii at all? No. Well, that introduced a power up called uh, the uh, helicopter mushroom. Alrighty, that that's pretty wild. Uh, it, I believe it's four. It's Fire Mario, Helicopter Mario, Cat Mario, and Builder Mario. That's a lot of Mario's. Yep, and they're I'm all Lego. Hell yeah. What is so this, if you like Lego, episode? if you like Mario, go pick up that first. There's a, a cup, there's the big uh, level World 1 set, and then it has a few smaller sets, like there's a Piranha Plant set, I believe. And now these costume sets are coming real soon. Oh, party. And that's the news for the week, and now we're going to jump on for the releases for the week ahead, where we talk about what's coming out next week. Um... And nothing on Monday. There have been, like, no big Monday releases. Uh, but on Tuesday, we got we got some big ones. Uh, Minecraft Dungeons comes out on everything. It's going to be out on everything. Uh, the beta is going to be done because I believe that's what it's been in for a little while is beta. But now it'll be officially released on Tuesday. As well as the PC update for Elder Scrolls Online, Greymore. Only for the PC. It won't be out on the consoles until June. Uh, Mortal Kombat 11 Aftermath will be out, <clears throat> and Wildfire will be coming out on the PC. 
For Wednesday, we have a game called Recky coming out on the PC, as well as Fantasy Star Online 2 coming for the PC. On Thursday, we got some big... We got a lot on Thursday. You got Dungeon Defenders Awakened and Fly Punch Boom for the PC. Fly Punch Boom will also be available on the Switch. Shantae and the Seven Sirens coming out on all consoles and PC. Polybridge 2 coming out on the PC. Those Who Remain coming out on the big three of Xbox, Play, Peace, Play, Xbox, PlayStation 4, and the PC. And Thunder Force AC coming out on the Switch. And on Friday, the Switch is getting... It's all Switch. The Bioshock Collection. The Borderlands Collection. The XCOM Collection. And Xenoblade Chronicles Remastered. All coming out for the Switch on Friday. Damn, I'm just hoping some kid accidentally buys Bioshock thinking it's like some like swimming game or some crap and gets nightmares because a big daddy like drills their face. Yep. But believe it or not, uh, Bioshock is Daryl's favorite game. I knew the man had good taste. He does. He likes that... me, so he has very good taste. Or very <laughs> bad taste, depending on who you ask. Yeah. Um, and those are the games uh, coming out this week. Um, I'm excited for Xenoblade. Uh, don't know if I'll pick it up right away, only because still working through the Yagaza games. I've never played Xenoblade, but I've seen the characters in Smash Bros, I think. Yes, Shulk is in there, and... His final smash features Dunban and Ricky, and Ricky is also an assist trophy. I like anime characters with regular people names. Ricky. Yep. Ricky. Oh, Ricky is a uh, 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 what is he? Uh, I can't remember what they're called, but he's called like the Hero Pawn, and he's basically just a tiny little rabbit-like creature. Oh, fun fact! Um, I had an emotional breakdown in a Ricky's once. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I don't know how to react to that. So let's jump into our new, next segment. Alrighty, let's go. Um, and it's uh, the question of the week where we go through the first big talking point of the podcast. And this week, let's talk about simulator games. There's a lot of them. There's yeah. a bit, um... maybe too many of them, but like, let's talk about that. No, it's kind of interesting. So have I ever told you one of the jobs that I have? Um, uh, I work at a nightclub called Cowboys. Yes, you have told us me that. Yes. Yeah, and one of the more interesting things is prior to the quarantine happening, um, half of the Cowboys security staff was playing Farming Simulator together. Really? Which I was just kind of... Uh, I was like, what? Re you guys? And they're like, yeah, what's wrong with that? And I'm like, I, I just never... Apparently, um, never my boss... Yeah, he has a thriving farm. Wow. Yeah. So I've never played the game, but I've heard marvelous things. Well, uh, if you didn't know, right now, until the end of the month, um, or like basically the first Tuesday in June, uh, Farming Simulator is free on the PlayStation 4. Oh, damn. Maybe it's uh, I believe it's, 20, it's either 2017 or 2018. I cannot remember which one. That and City Skylines, a city building simulator. Wait, does this mean free. I can join FarmersOnly.com? Oh, maybe. I Yo, we should check that out. FarmingSimulatorOnly.com. Yes, that too. I feel like that one would be more appropriate. But yeah. then again, if, then again, if we have a cowboy hat and some overalls, I feel like you could pull it off and be hey, like, "Yes, I am a farmer." You have to own a cowboy hat here. That's part of the law. I don't. It's probably somewhere in your house. I promise you. Uh, actually, no, wait, I do. It's somewhere in my dad's closet because. He has one for when Stampede comes around. Which rest in peace, Stampede, this year. 
Everyone. <laughs> um. So as for other simulator games, what do you what like ideas stick and like like what like is a good simulator game that you've played and like what just isn't? Because there's like so many good and so many bad ones. Um, bad one, Farmville. <laughs> the OG cancerous. 2010 farm game on Facebook that you'd always get weird requests from. God, that I remember. Um, I used to play it actually, which is kind of embarrassing. Um, <laughs> but I went to 7 Eleven and they had a deal where you like you got a medium Slurpee and you got like a free decoration for your farm. It was like a red barn and a water slide. And I was like, hell yeah, we got to get to 7-Eleven so I can get me a goddamn water slide and a barn. Oh my God. And uh, yeah, yep. That's what I'm going to put on the bad end of it. Um, <laughs> on the good end, I'd probably have to say like, uh, I remember playing SimCity 2000 as a kid Ooh. and my sister and I would play Roller Coaster Tycoon and okay, Z Tycoon. Yeah. Okay, Zoo Tycoon and Roller Coaster Tycoon both have like a very special place in my heart. Great Especially games. like for me, for me, it's like the first Roller Coaster Tycoon I love more than the second one, and mm. the second Zoo Tycoon I love more than the first one. Like they're just such weird little like sandboxes you could do dumb stuff in. Yeah. Like, oh, you want to have dinosaurs rampaging? Go ahead. Hey, you I... want to go build a freaking ramp or something? Go ahead, do what you want. I think it was uh. When was it? Like a couple years ago, I was on Amazon and I actually bought like a physical copy of Zoo Tycoon 2 with like all the expansions that came attached to it. Hell yeah. I still have it, but I don't have a computer that can run it. So <laughs> I just old enough or nothing powerful enough. Uh, nothing, nothing with a disk drive. Ah, yeah, that'll do it. Yeah. So, uh, waiting for uh, the day when I can buy my own PC and get a disk drive installed on that baby, so I can just play that game again. You know, I actually had an issue with getting a disc drive for my old laptop because um, a friend gave me uh, Knights of the Old Republic as like a disc, Ooh. and I went and I didn't, I couldn't like for some reason think of the word disc drive, so I said hard drive because I was oh. like, oh, it's a hard copy. So I'm like, hey, I need like a, an external hard drive. And the guy's like, oh wow, kid, like you needs an external. I'm like, what? And he brings me to the section. I just stood there for 20 minutes pretending to know what was happening, and then just, oh, sorry, man. I I think my my I got a better price somewhere else, but thank you. And I never went back to that Best Buy. <laughs> wow. Or was it a future shop? I think it was a future shop because it was a lot easier to never go back. Yeah, you know what? Yeah, that's generally the thing with a uh, future so shop. Which again, rest in peace. R.I.P. R.I.P. Um, believe it or not, um, the future shop. Oh, where is it? By Sun. The, that used to be by Sunridge. Is now a Best Buy. Um, I actually did a remote there with uh, Station. Oh, you, you did the Oh my god, yes. Well, yeah, I was on location with um, one of the on-air people, and I was just hanging out at Best Buy, and I was like, this place, why do I remember it from something? It was Future Shop before, that's why. God, that is just, that's a flex on Future Shop. Best Buy's like, you know what, let's just take over all their old holdings and just flip them off in the grave. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Best Basically. Buy's out here dancing on Future Shop's grave, and everyone's just okay with it. I mean, I mean, yeah. It's not like I don't think I ever bought anything at Future Shop. Like I've been there multiple times. I've like when I was just with my parents for like when they needed like some technology stuff and they like mm -hmm. were shopping around and they would stop at Future Shop just to see and there was like nothing there. Like I would check the game section because they still had those. And I'm so it's like, yeah, there's nothing good here. 
Oh no, man! That it was like the best. I remember for my birthdays, my grandma would say, "Mark, you have fifty bucks to spend." And I was like, "Okay." So I would like go and find exactly fifty dollars worth of stuff. I remember <laughs> one time I got Pokemon Emerald Ooh. and a nice carrying case for my DS, and it came up to exactly fifty. And I was like, "Hell nice. yeah, future shop, baby!" Okay, now that's epic. <laughs> now this is epic. Um. <laughs> I, 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 you see with Future Shop like I did I, but I, like Toys R Us though like that's where I have like a lot of fond game memories really I never went there I believe like the release of Black and White if you brought your DS as well like I think it was like if you bought the game and then came back like a week later because that's when they did the Victini event mm-hmm. for the game and it's like you had to go to the store to do those Pokemon events and get the mystery gift for to get to Victini and I remember doing that I did that for Victini and I th- and Celebi and Heart Gold Soul Silver because ah, if you got the Celebi time. you could get a secret boss fight with Giovanni after he like left Team Rocket and then he went and killed himself is what oh. the theory is hey man Pokemon's low-key super metal honestly like, it is like Pokemon will drag you into the atmosphere and kill oh, you dude. yeah exactly I love Pokemon like I love and like if you listened back uh when i when uh uncle red was on the show mm-hmm. uh, we talked pokemon and just like the our love for it like and like i want like i might get like down the line maybe like get like a couple people on and just do like a big pokemon podcast that was special yeah i'd always compete with my sister because Ooh. uh she was always forced to come to my hockey practices as a kid mm. and what she would do is sit in the stands and just power through the elite four i think three or four times for like per hour oh wow that's some good grinding work. good grinding there she grinded hard um yeah she didn't have a lot of friends as a kid. <laughs> <laughs> but like she she grew up uh had her own little glow up and now she doesn't touch pokemon but you know she still feigns the nerdy thing she tried to debate me about star wars on her instagram the other day and i you know soundly destroyed her <laughs> it's nice. a lot of fun. Yeah, she's like, "Oh, why uh, did Obi Wan date Padme?" And I'm like, "I will burn your house down." Yeah, he did that other girl in the club. Well, yeah, th- they didn't, didn't date, but like they should have. I ship it. Yes, but he's a good Jedi. He is the the goat. Okay, we're talking about other stuff. We'll, we'll get yes, to Star Wars. On, <laughs> yes, we will. Uh, back to simulator games. Um, when it comes to me, like some like some of my favorites, uh, Surgeon Simulator comes to mind. Mm-hmm. Um, as well as I Am Bread, the bread simulator. I'm sorry, what? How have I, I never heard of this? You've never heard of I Am Bread? Okay, so I just it's, by the, it's by the same people who did Surgeon Simulator, funny enough. Hmm. Um, where you play as a piece of bread, and your goal is to cook yourself. Like, toast yourself, like on both sides. Suicidal, I like it. Um, but you have to get to the toaster, or like the oven, or like the, the, the heat source. Basically, mm-hmm. and you go through like different rooms of the house, and you have four keys that control your bread, one for each corner. So kind of like quap. Yeah, it's kind of like quap, but you're a bread, and uh, the fizz and it's it's very, very funny, and you can't touch the floor, otherwise you'll get moldy. That does happen with my bread. So you gotta, it, you're basically playing the floor is lava with a piece of bread, and All it right. controls like quap. I'm here for that. That sounds pretty fun. It's a fun game. You can uh, there is like a combo pack for that Insurgent Simulator, and I believe it's available on all, if not most, platforms. Now, what kind of bread is it though? Is it like a nice marble rye oh, or just I a regular it's, white? I believe it's like a regular white, but I I don't yeah. know if you can like unlock different types of bread. 
Yeah, there's no Because I never got eh? far in it. Like, I uh. played, like, the first two levels of the game before, like... It's in my it's in my library, and I definitely want to go back to it to try to maybe platinum the game, which will be a pain, because Surgeon Simulator and I Am Bread have some really tricky trophies to get. <laughs> Is there one for Surgeon Simulator It just says Kim Jong-un, Surgeon, and bungle the whole thing? Did you, uh, no, but there was, I believe, like, back when Donald Trump got elected, there was a Donald Trump update for Surgeon Simulator. I remember seeing those on Reddit. Those were, uh... Where you had to do a heart transplant on Mr. Tronald Dump and um, either give him the heart of gold if you liked him or the heart of stone if you didn't. I think more people gave him the stone heart or just killed him multiple times over uh, when that happened. Hey, it's a good coping mechanism. (laughs) It was great for the liberals. It's like uh, after the Flames lost the cup in 04, I played uh, NHL multiple times and won the cup with Calgary 20 years in a row. Just, you know, to cope. Just to cope. I'm still coping. Still coping. Uh, no, no. Rest in peace, NHL playoffs 2020. No, I think they're um they're doing are, some are, are they? format. Yeah. Ooh. I, I was reading. Um, I have like one. I have a secret Twitter for hockey stuff because I don't want people to know I actually still kind of care. Well, I mean, and, um, you 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 played in the uh, intramural hockey sometimes, which was fun. I actually played. I got like invited to this team full of business students, and I didn't know any yeah. of them, but I played for them like. A ton. Yes, you were, on, you were with them and not the, uh, the tragically hip checks because they were full. <laughs> they had too many people and they all got mad at me for not playing for them. I was like, make up your damn mind. Exactly. <laughs> Jeez. Those people. Do you think, um, did you ever play like those hockey management simulators? Or like um, sports management, I guess. No. Actually, okay. I played, this is going to sound weird. I played like a soccer one. Yeah, that's what I, the I believe it's like football manager. Then I believe that's what like, it's called. It wasn't a good. It was like on Facebook. Oh, yeah. Which I don't know why I played so many Facebook games like Jetman and all that junk. Okay, Jetman was sick, but like still, um, I it just I don't know. I never the intricacies of it sometimes just were really boring to me. Yeah. Like I, I like the overarching, like collecting the right players, putting them together. But the second you start getting like having to finance it and sponsorships, I was just kind of like, eh, eh, it seems like a lot. Mm, fair enough. And I prefer to play the sports. That's why I, I like sometimes esports doesn't really do it for me because I prefer to be like doing it. Yeah. But I'm just a very hands-on human, and I can only like watch people do stuff for so long before I get antsy and I'm like, I need to do it. Yeah, honestly, I've been feeling that recently. Uh, Chugga Conroy start uh, one of I call him I dub him the king of let's plays because he's like he like got the format right like from the get go when they started to get popular, mm-hmm. and I feel like he was like a big person in like I don't know like bringing that genre forward to mm-hmm. mainstream for like everyone else to pick up. He started his let's play. He was gonna do Blue Rescue Team. Uh, for the DS, oh, but then uh, a couple months ago, as we all know, Rescue Team DX got um, announced and Ooh. came out. So he's pl- for the first time ever. This is like the closest that a new game release to Chugga Conroy playing it has ever happened, and it's just Ooh. like I want to get back and play DX again because I'm like, man, I kind of want to play it again because it's like he's showing us like so much more than like what our simple Rescue Team minds knew. Yeah, right? It's always nice to see that. Like, yeah. when there is one person who does do it very well, it's easy to watch. Yeah. 
or like games that I can't afford to buy that I can't get at certain points. Sometimes I'll watch those because I'm like, ah, let's <laughs> see what it looks like. I, I I did that back when with Bioshock Infinite when that was like first coming out and Hitman Absolution. Hmm. And though, I believe I watched uh, two different Yogg's cast members play those. And then I'm like, okay, I want to get these games. And I did. Yeah. And I got both of them. And I platinumed, I platinumed Infinite. Um, and I have Absolution on my PlayStation 4. I just haven't platinumed it yet because uh, it can get boring it. sometimes with Absolution. But I like I love Absolution the most out of all the Hitman games because it controls the best mm-hmm. that from compared to like the rest of the older Hitman games. So, yeah. yeah. You know, I actually um, bought a Infinite on a whim. I loved it. That's yeah, a great it's, game. It's such a it's a great Bioshock game. I love it. Great great platinum as well. I can imagine. Because to platinum the game you have to beat it without buying any ammo. What? On hard mode. So you just rely on her throwing you stuff? That and like finding it in like barrels and stuff, yeah. Hi yeah yeah. That just sounds stressful. It wasn't honestly it wasn't. <laughs> really okay well maybe i'll take a crack at it it's not bad um funny title question for simulators what should be some new simulator games that uh people should invent because we've we have everything there's a hand simulator where you have a bunch of friends and your goal is to load up a gun and shoot everybody there's goat simulator where you're a goat there's surgeon simulator i am bread there's a fish simulator done by the same people as uh surgeon simulator as well Hmm. Um, there's also that goose game oh yeah untitled goose game basically goose simulator mm-hmm. that's a fun that's a fun one <laughs> highly recommend that i played that for the switch love that game game uh, of the year material right there for 2019 i don't know like i'm just trying to think of something mundane and like funny but i think they've all pretty much been done by now like i'm sure somebody will figure out something like stuff that's like topical like um you know, like Republican Simulator and try not to be a piece Ooh. of garbage, or like Stephen Harper Simulator, try to act human. You know, but... oh, Liz- oh, Lizard Simulator, and you play as Zuckerberg. <laughs> exactly. There's a good one. But like, uh, yeah, I think as of now, I can't really think of anything else. They're, I'm they're trying all to think. They're solid. Bringing up the Republican, there was a, I guess I would call it Simulator. It's called, uh, Get Down, Mr. President, or something like that. Where you play as a game secret you play. You play as a Secret Service agent, and your goal is to just tackle the president because there's a sniper bullet coming at him. Oh, dude, haven't you done that in real life? No. Like, okay, so what what happens? You're like in a group of people. You put your hand on your ear like you're touching your earpiece, and the last person to notice um, is the president, and everyone's like, get down, Mr. President, and they just oh. tackle the person. Oh, my God. Yeah, that is a classic. I did not do that, mostly because I did not have a lot of friends growing up. I'm so sorry. It's okay. Um, so it's okay. Yeah. No, I think I did that once. It was uh, that was a fun time. It just you know you batter the shit out of the person. You just take them out. Wow. Yeah, it's fun. I'd recommend All it. All right. Uh, and with that, we're gonna jump into the guest chosen topic. Uh, and it's a kind of a double header, kind of one. It's a it's a big one. It's a fucking Star Wars. Yeah, and, I, and I, one of the things I wanted to say is watch Star Wars The Clone Wars. It's a TV show. That's just my plug uh, yeah. for it. Amazing show. Um, but I really want to talk about Star Wars Battlefront 2. Yes. Okay, so when you say Battlefront 2, are you talking old or new? New, sadly. The, the old Ooh. one is untouchable. You cannot say anything about it that hasn't already been said because it is a perfect game. Okay, fair enough. 
Um, so Battlefront 2, I vividly remember when it came out because I there's like a deal on Amazon Prime or something when E3 games get announced, you can buy them for half price and have them shipped to you when it starts. So I did that. I was like, hell yeah. Okay. All, then all the stuff started to come out about it, how it was basically pay to win. And I'm like, that's 40 bucks I probably have wasted. And then something surprising happened that the community backlash just forced it, like they forced the developers to actually fix the game and they, they actually just released like the final update to it but like between the time when the game first came out and now the amount of stuff that they've put into the game is unbelievable like they've added so much clone wars content honestly i'm kind of a slut for the clone wars i love <laughs> i love the prequels because i grew up with them and and it was, it was tough, you know, for a while because everyone was like, oh, prequels are garbage. But then prequel memes came around and made it easy for all of us to express it's, our loves. It, it honestly did. Like, prequel memes is one of the problems. It's almost, it's very close to passing the official Star Wars subreddit. Yeah, right? It's so good. I, like, I remember, <laughs> I hate to sound like this, but man, I joined it, like, when it first started because I was like, this is hilarious. Just like, oh, this is where the fun begins. And all, all the crap that started, like, high ground memes. I was, oh, my God. Um. But yeah, no, yes. the game, it added stuff that was um, de- like kind of decanonized when, when Disney acquired Star Wars and Lucasfilm. They added Clone Commandos, like ARC Troopers. They added all this amazing content and turned this garbage-ass game into this beautiful work of art. Like, Anakin Skywalker and Obi-Wan are in it, and they both have like skins for when they were in the Clone Wars series. And uh, Ooh. yeah, and there's like different voice interactions between all the heroes when they're fighting each other. And like they've added such a detail to this game that originally was just this cash cow that EA had pumped out for fun. Yeah. And it, I think it just shows that like when the community actually comes together for like a set goal, amazing things can happen, even when, when it's with Star Wars. When we unite and bring our torches and pitchforks, they listen to us somehow. Exactly. That's why we need to burn down EA, bring back <laughs> pandemic games, and let them make Battlefront 3. Yeah, honestly, yeah. Like, let's get like a like uh, f- OG Battlefront 3 please yeah Battlefront I, the OG Battlefront 2 I never owned it oh um, my god I, I had a friend who did and so whenever harsh. I went over to his place or whenever he came over we would just play that and it was a great time I think it was Galactic Supremacy where you'd like move your army around it was all like yeah. tactical and then you'd go on the ground and actually fight the battles yeah oh. but, yeah I, I we did that co- we did that in co-op oh my god so much fun like i think we spent an entire night doing that well yeah that's what we used to do as kids too like we'd jump between smash bros and star wars battlefront 2 because i just remember we'd always do clone wars and just watch those race rockets and oh my god such a great game really and good. um did you ever hear the story of like the development of battlefront 3 I did not actually. So apparently it was actually nearing completion, but um, whoever had ordered the game said it wasn't coming fast enough. So they just canceled the whole project because pandemic didn't want to rush it out. And you know, uh, like a good developer. Yeah. Right. And uh, then they got hooped because of it and the game never came out. Yeah. Wow. Sucks to suck. So uh, you said, uh, so all the updates for Battlefront 2 have come out now. Yeah. Um, and all the heroes and villains are out. Um, I want to know, uh, Gungans, can we play as them? Can we play as a Jar Jar Binks? No, sir. I am disappointed. I don't know if that's something that's correct to say, but okay, you do you. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, it would be the funniest meme. You play as Jar Jar Binks, and hey, if, if EA was real, if they were with the times, 
they could make him a Sith Lord and confirm that theory. True, but there is a mode called Ewok Hunt where the Ewoks hunt stormtroopers, and it's like kind of like a horror game. Okay, now that now that is epic. Yeah, it's actually pretty fun. It's kind of spooky because you're like, ah, oh, they're Ewoks. They're not scary, but when you're like huddled in a cave with five other stormtroopers and you hear like Ewoks like yipping outside, and you're like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> that's well, that's funny. Our time has come. Oh, so he, did you play the first battle, the first new Battlefront then? Yeah. Okay, so. I um I should have done my research before getting it because there was zero single player like at all. There there was the the wave mode the the, oh, the couple sorry, of waves. Sorry, sorry, my there was that there was that, but that was that was it. That was it. That, like that's not right. a that that's that's not that's a, yeah. garbage. I was yeah. not happy with that because I remember like the the bar for single player for me for a Star Wars game was set with Battlefront two. Because he plays like the 501st and you'd go through all these things and there's actual like story behind it. And they're like, the clones are like kind of resenting the Jedi. And you're like, oh my God, this kind of makes sense. Like Order 66, oh my God. Um, and I'm kind of okay with the retcon with like the chips and everything because like whatever. But the lack of story in the first Battlefront kind of, it felt kind of disrespectful. And also there was only the original trilogy, which also felt like really lazy. And don't get me wrong, the graphics were gorgeous. But, for the time they were yeah yeah there it just wasn't enough like mm. they they kind of screwed us on that one i think fair enough battlefront uh, 2 had a decent single player though i kind of enjoyed that yeah it was the, the plot was you play as that imperial officer yeah <laughs> we weren't expecting special forces that's the point captain um but yeah, you're like a special forces Imperial commando and it starts off at the battle of Endor and you're like destroying rebel Intel prior to it because you don't want the rebels knowing that the empire knows about the attack on the death star. And like, it, it just, it feels so good. But then eventually you kind of come around you're like, Oh no, the empire is actually evil. Cause they're like destroying planets. Like kind of like glassing them like in halo. Uh, okay. Um, and you join the rebellion. And then the second they added the added to the, uh, campaign for free actually like all the dlc for the new battlefront was free like they Again, just pitchforks and torches exactly make a, make a statement <laughs> and um the second part of it was during the age of the resistance which i was like eh. but it was actually a nice little like accompanying story to the force awakens because it's <sighs> yeah it go it runs kind of alongside it and um, okay but because of the uh lack or like the anger from the community um, EA decided to cut the single player stuff so there was no continuation or end to the story. Oh. Which kind of sucked, but I was like, yeah, you know what? EA's just trying to cut their losses on this one. I hate them, but I understand it. <laughs> I understand, but I. Uh, not happy. Not but happy, I but I, underst- I get it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, on the topic of Force Awakens, my God, those. I lo- I, that's like. When it comes to Star Wars games, Force Awakens is like number one on that list for me. I um I never actually played it. Oh, you're missing out. I know. I was uh too stuck on Kotor. Mm, Kotor. Which one? Was, which level was that? Knights of the Old Republic. That oh, was, um, Kotor. Kotor. Yeah. Sorry. Old Republic, baby. Wait, was saying Kotor. It sounds like a planet in Star Wars. <laughs> it kind of does. It kind of does. They did that on purpose. They did. I think. I think Bioware is just trying to screw with us. Yeah, they're mad at us for Mass Effect Andromeda failing. <laughs> yeah, that's, we don't talk about that. We don't talk about Mass Effect Andromeda <laughs> unless we're making memes about Mass Effect Andromeda. Exactly. I would have uh, been that release for that game, man. I got oh, 
but <laughs> um idiot <laughs> but uh man force awakens the first the first one i loved more than the second one but that's because i played them on the wii which there's you don't get to do as many things on the wii like uh, the first uh, like the first game actually i feel like was better on the wii because you know you swung the wii remote like a lightsaber mm-hmm. and like i even had like a lightsaber attachment for the wii remote i had that for the um there was the jedi training wii game that had the little uh training droid yeah would, like you'd block it i had it for that that game oh was... nice yeah good times good times <laughs> but i, I like the first one more than the second one um and again it's like with the what the we did with the second one wasn't i didn't care for it mm-hmm. especially with the combat not feeling as good because yeah. you know you can't swing the wii remote you just you press a now it, it was like, always oh. um kind of weird because i i got a wii too as a kid and i didn't have an xbox or a ps3 until i was probably in high school yeah same um, and well, um, it was junior high for me when i got my xbox yeah. but it wasn't until like mid junior high okay well yeah the um like whenever they'd put a game from ps3 or xbox onto the wii it always felt kind of like a cheap knockoff yeah like it played world at war and it was garbage on yeah. the wii. and that was that fun. was a big part of that was the wii's hardware limitations but yeah. the wii but we was able to get one certain star wars game right the Lego Star Wars games. Oh, I still have uh, that on my GameCube. <laughs> I have I, I have the first two on my GameCube as well. I had the complete saga on the Wii when that was out, but then the mm-hmm. disc broke, like oh, scratches, so R. it was like pointless. So I couldn't play it. Um, but there was one Lego Star Wars game I never played, which was Lego Star Wars 3, The Clone Wars. I don't think I played that one either. It's a very... It's the only... Le- like a game that follows the story of the Clone Wars, uh, from the TV show. That I know. I of. did not know that actually. I I assume that they're gonna definitely like. I hope that they'll put something in there for the uh the complete saga. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, but you know, I think deep down, I know they're gonna focus on the freaking sequels. Yeah. Which hurts my feelings because the sequels are. Yeah, they're the it's seven's good, eight's hit or miss depending on where you fall in that one. Eight is garbage, trash, absolute I, disgusting. I, I will say this: there are some I really, there are some really good scenes. I, I I really like them using light speed as a weapon. Cinematically, cool looking movie. Yeah, Star Wars wise, I would rather watch a triple homicide. Ooh, mm-hmm. and uh, what are your thoughts on episode nine then? It wasn't as bad as eight. And it was a disappointing ending to a disappointing group of sequels. Yeah, I really. I mean, here's the here's the thing. At least I believe I'm pretty sure. Uh, at least the emperor said, "Do it." That was the one moment I um I nearly just stood up and left when I thought Chewbacca died. I was like, "I'm done with this. I can't do this, Kathleen. I don't know why you hate me so much, but like, <laughs> come on, come on." Yeah. Yeah. The that one. Hmm. I don't know. It wasn't great. Mm-hmm. Like, I think JJ was just trying to pick up the pieces that uh, the unspeakable director kind yeah. of left behind. That's what I don't get. Why do they switch directors? Well, like so the, the original plan was to like have three different directors, so like not one single one could screw it up. But JJ Abrams did like a very safe and good job of the first one. Then they gave it to just some guy who's only directed indie movies, and they gave him like the reins to this franchise. It's like decades old and has all these fans and he's like you know what I'm gonna do I'm gonna make Luke Skywalker drink titty milk 
green. I mean, meme milk. material right there, though. Meme material, yes, but I'm not a subscriber to sequel memes because I think they're all trash. Yeah, they're not as good as prequel memes. Trash. Trash. Um, back on the thing with Lego Star Wars three, real quick. Um, if we don't get much of a representation of that one in the Skywalker saga. Do you think an HD remaster for that game would be with like more episode? Like, because I believe it only covered the first season of Clone Wars. Okay, well that would that would make sense, but like, um, and it was like each each episode was like a level. That would actually be sick for the entire like the entire like, series is the like entirety. It's long. seven seasons. Yeah, but like, okay, so you know who Dave Filoni is, right? I've heard the name. He um he's one of the main guys behind um the Mandalorian right now. Right, yes. And everyone's finally kind of getting an idea of what he can do because the Mandalorian is a lot more mainstream than Star Wars the Clone Wars. Yes. But he was basically the driving force behind Clone Wars and it oh. is so well done and I know the biggest complaint in Revenge of the Sith and the prequels as a whole is Anakin's a whiny bitch, and I'm sorry if yeah. I'm not allowed to swear. But oh no no no, I, we swear we oh. it's an ex, we have I have the explicit thing on there for a reason. Party, I did not know that. Okay, whatever. So Anakin's a whiny bitch, but the Clone Wars it it develops him into a fleshed out character. It and, does. Like and it I'm amazed. Like, a lot of him. Yeah, it, it definitely does. Like I would, I watched the first season of the Clone Wars entirely. Back mm. when it was like on ABC, before it was like on Teletoon and stuff like that, when oh, it was like yeah. an episode, one episode every Sunday, and whatnot. Um, I watched it like that, and then I watched bits and pieces of season two, because that introduced that bounty hunter, right? Cad Bane. Cad Bane, yeah, that's his name. Yep. Oh wait, no, I believe the game then goes a bit into season two as well, because Cad Bane is a character in that. Okay, that's good. He's, um, a, he's a good character. Um, there yeah. was an arc that they were supposed to do for season seven, but they had to cut the episodes down because Disney didn't want them to do the whole thing, I think. Yeah, there was um, I think I mean, there were a couple arcs they were working hmm. on when, when, Disney got a, when Disney acquired Lucasfilm. Um, they were working on the final season, but it got cut until like last year when Disney was like, oh, let's throw a bone to the fans. And the fans yeah. collectively lost their fucking minds because... Like they finally ended it. Like they yeah. finally. Did you see the ending? I have not. Oh no! I like. I, I haven't. Again, I've only really watched the first season. I want to like. If I want to go, I'm good. I might binge it one day. Do it. Like do like a grand Star Wars binge where I watch everything in order. So I'll start with episode one. Oh. Do episode, episode two. two. Then do the entirety of Clone Wars. Episode the movie. The, the movie. Then the entirety of Clone Wars. I don't know. Are you gonna do Rebels in between? Then three. Then Rebels. Oh, brave. Then four, five. Six, uh. Wait, when, where does Mandalorian fall? Mandalorian is after Return of the Jedi before Force Awakens. Okay, so then four, five, six, and then Mandalorian. Mandalorian isn't done yet, though, so... Well, you know. I mean, but, but by the time I start binging everything, it might be. Maybe. I don't know. I'd say just watch the Clone Wars, because like, the way they ended it is beautiful. It is very, very well done. Like, I know it's just Star Wars, and I'm kind of a fanboy, but like ever since taking like Shane's film stuff and like classes and know how to like shoot stuff and kind of understanding like story elements and such, it is a gorgeous and well wrapped up ending to a very good show. Alrighty. Like cinematically it's gorgeous. Cine- yeah. It, honestly. Yes. And you can see that, especially like over the years of just like the animation style of how it oh, like the animation style. Fuck, season so seven good. is gorgeous. Like the seasons are good, but season seven is just beautifully well it's done. on a tier of its own 
Yeah, exactly. And then you go to Rebels and you're like, what is this? But it yeah. was um, it was done and and the uh, sorry the animation style in Rebels is based off of the original concept drawings for A New Hope by Ralph McQuarrie. Oh, that's why the lightsabers are all weird and skinny. Oh, that's yeah. that's fun actually fact. a really cool fun fact. Yeah, that's why it looks different is because that's oh. what they're going off of. But like, it looks cooler in art than it does in real animation. Than it does in the yeah. Okay. Yeah, so it was a good idea. But, you know, what can you do? What can you past. do? All right. With that, we're going to jump over to our final segment, the grab bag, where we filled with all a bunch of smaller bits that don't make their own segment all in one. And we always start off grab bag with draw of the deck. where We talk about the big three in the TCG, Pokemon, Yu-Gi-Oh! and Magic the Gathering. Pokemon news, nothing new yet. Not until Infinity Zone gets released in Japan, which won't be for... Another two weeks, I believe. Uh, comes, I believe it's June sixth when it comes out in Japan. Uh, Yu-Gi-Oh! We still have we have not had a lot of Yu-Gi-Oh! news, mostly because uh, Yu-Gi-Oh! Sevens is still airing in Japan, and the Rush Jewel format. People are debating whether or not it'll even make its way to the West. As for Magic: The Gathering, though, we have some new news on that. The Double Master set was announced for release on in August with an introduction of 332 brand new cards party you play any card games mark uh mm, no I, I like I used to collect Yu-Gi-Oh cards when I was a kid but like the amount of times I battled with them is probably could count on one hand fair enough it was more about I've... just having them because it was cool yeah you, I would say I love I love Yu-Gi-Oh um, it's the one thing I still collect. I still collect cards. I built. I build decks as well. I have about forty decks now. Now, if you talk about this in a Kiwi accent, it sounds a lot funnier. <laughs> and we talk about it. Me. Oh yeah. Go to little dig. Ayug, Ayug. I'm going to New Zealand, and I'm gonna get a new accent for the new anime. Go to get a lot of dicks. Yeah. Go to go to really good dick. It's really solid. Uh, not too long. More, more. You know, girthy to it. A lot of dick. A lot of card in the dick. Uh, yeah. But I don't know. Last time I had a really good dick was uh, probably before quarantine. Yeah. Alrighty. Yeah. Uh, we're gonna jump into retro corner where we talk about a little old game. Uh, cause it's retro. Uh, it's it can be classified as retro now, and that retro game is the Force Unleashed. That makes me feel old. It, honestly, yeah. Like how old is it? Uh, Force Unleashed, the first one. Uh, the Force Unleashed. Uh, I believe it. According to Wikipedia, Star Wars: The Force Unleashed is an action adventure game and part of the. Force okay. Uh, came out. Two thousand two thousand eight. Oh fuck off. Oh my god, that game is 12 years old. It'll be 12 years old in September. I hate that. I hate it so much. Wow. Yeah, I don't like that at all. No, let's not. Let's not. Let's not do that. No, hard pass. Hard pass. (laughs) No. None of that. Tish tosh. (laughs) Wait, how old is. um, One sec. I'm going to give her Google. It's time to find out how old. Star Wars: The Old Republic. Yeah, that's what I thought. Don't you come at me like that? Ah! Oh God! How 08. old? Eight. Oh eight. 
Oh wow, oh, eight as well. How am I? Uh, twelve years. Oh, God, how is that game still alive? Now I've been playing it. Yeah, I think I'm twelve years. A lot has changed in twelve years. Yeah. To think, Star Wars games would get to where they are today from back then. It was a sick game, though. Like mm-hmm. I haven't played it in probably since school started, but God, that was a great game. I'd never played an MMO before that either. That's the weirdest part. Oh, like this was my first MMO, and I played it like endlessly. Ooh, I, 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 I... and the MMOs got me. Yeah, uh, yeah, they honestly look great. They looked great back in the day, and like. Well, the cinematics still hold up. Like yeah, the game they itself do. doesn't look like that, but the cinematics yeah. are definitely something yeah. else. Uh, I've never really played MMOs. I think Honestly, like the closest one I've gotten to is Destiny, but like that was like, but like it was like before, like it was like classified as like an MMO. Yeah, I never really thought of it as that. I played it since D one's launch. I've Same. Been, I played D two as well. It's, Same. You know, definitely something. I played all of D1, and uh, only things I never did were the raids because I didn't have enough friends. All right, that's just um, what's I it just, called? R slash fire teams. I, I I used that a few times for the strikes, when I like really got into it, uh, which was like very late in the in the what when, when was it? Taking King. That's when I like really got into like doing Ooh. that a bit. Now, I actually, um, it was Crota's End, which was like the first DLC. Yes. Me and my buddy, we were, oh God, it's a memory. Um, so we were checking out uh, Destiny LFG, which is a different site. Yes, that's what I used. And, I used LFG. Yeah. And we ended up playing with this, two guys from Colorado, one guy from New York. And now we all like know each other like personally. In oh, real- damn. We haven't actually met, but like we have each other on like Facebook and everything. Wow! <laughs> like check in. I was like, "How's it going?" Like, oh, one of them just had a kid. Uh, one of them's going to law school now. I'm in radio. My buddy Rudy's trying to be a physiotherapist. It's wow! What a group! Yeah, yeah Destiny Community College. That's what we called ourselves. Destiny Community College. That's great. I DCC. I had a very, I had a similar thing, I guess, back when like Halo Reach was at its peak. I guess mm-hmm. it was me and my brother. Uh, one guy who's, I believe, he's now on a call. He's either like. A bench warmer for the NFL, or like uh, yeah. he's in the call, like heavy in like the college football league. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, one of them's, I think, got, I, I, I we don't talk to them anymore. Um, one of them's dead, I think. No, uh, one, two of them were in. I want to say were like in junior high, and I think they've like maybe by now. They're like okay. If they're a couple of years younger than me, they've probably just finished college, roughly. If they went to college and did like a two-year program, mm-hmm. roughly, and then one of them was all—I believe it was from Colorado too—and uh, he was like a math maker for Reach. Oh, and uh, what was his gamer tag? I want to say it was like Mr. Sprite or something. Hey, Mr. Sprite, if you're listening, that's, you're it was like day. Mr. Sprite and like a couple numbers, but we all called him Mr. Sprite or something. And he was like in college at the time when we were playing with him. And I think by now he's he might be a dad by now, honestly. Ugh, gross children. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that was my old group. 
that I played Halo with. Damn, man. It was it's a time. Uh, and with that, we're going to jump into the Achievement Trophy of the Week, uh, which is going to be in Minecraft Dungeons. It's High Treason, which is to defeat the Arch Illager on Apocalypse Difficulty. I was going to say, is it just attacking Palpatine? Honestly, that's kind of what it, feel, it might feel like, maybe. It's treason, then. Uh. <laughs> and the game of the week, I'm giving it to Xenoblade Chronicles Definitive Edition. Because it, it's people are going to spend a lot of hours in that game. Like, 100 plus. And it I has that, and it has it. that new 10-hour post-game added. That's Hot brand damn. new. That's a, that's a lot of post game right there. It's a lot of post game. And with that, he called that. And with that, thank you, Mark, for joining us this week. No problem. I'm just uh, I'm just here to talk. And where can we find you on the internet? Oh God, in the darkest darkest corners of Pornhub. Um, no, uh, I have Instagram, I guess. Um, it's called Okoma, but it's like O period then C O M A. Because of this one time I was in a coma. It's a long story, but that's the joke. <laughs> All right. And as always, you can find Tony's Game Lounge on Facebook. And you can find me as well on Twitter at Radio Tony and on Instagram at Radio underscore Guy underscore Tony. Thanks again, Mark, for joining us this Thanks week. Talking some me. Star Wars. Talking some simulator games. And uh, we'll see all of you next week. Thank you for listening to Tony's Game Lounge. Tune in every Sunday for new episodes. 